Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Yesterday we started looking at rethinking God's love, and along the rethinking of God's love, I gave you the introduction, and in the night, I talked about the fact that renew your mind, renewing the mind. This morning, I want to talk about the fact that God is righteous. Everybody say, God is righteous. Come and say it again, God is righteous. There was a time in the life of the people of Israel when they were attacked by King Shishak and the prophet Shemaiah went to Rehoboam and his people and he told them, you have sinned against God. And when he told them, you have sinned against God, the Bible said, all the people will one accord. They said something, they said, the prophet told them, he said, you are forsaking me, and therefore, I have also left you in the hand of Shishak. And the verse number six says that the people responded with one accord, and they said, the Lord is righteous. Everybody say, the Lord is righteous. Come on, shout it, the Lord is righteous. And today, I just pray, we want to invoke the righteousness of God. That the righteous God should respond to our needs and to, to our situation. And I want to jump everything I wanted to talk about. And just go straight to the situation of a story or a parable that Jesus gave. And um, you can find it in Luke chapter 18 from the verse number 1 to 8. Luke chapter 18 from the verse number 1 to 8. Jesus spake a parable unto them to this end. That men ought always to pray, but not to faith. And that is why I'm saying that the people think we waste our time in churches praying. They should go and read this verse. Men ought always to pray, but not to faith. Uh, well, it doesn't mean gather in the church all the time. But I can tell you people, when, if you want to pray without gathering in the church, you will never pray. That is because gathering together, coming together like this to pray, is what gives us the momentum and the impetus to pray. If you don't get together like this, there is no way we will keep revived. If you want, take pieces of firewood and then separate them and try to set them on fire. It will take you years, months, weeks to be able to get them to burn separately. But when you put them together and you put them, petrol on them or the kerosene when you put the kerosene on them and you strike a match it's easier to burn the whole thing so praying but not to faint when we come together we saturate and charge ourselves with prayer and then we go home and every one of us can pray individually and this is what jesus said and he said there was in a city a judge which feared not god neither regarded man but this man did not fear God and did not regard man. Now there was a widow in that city and she came unto him saying, avenge me of my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, though I fear not God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge saith. 
and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? Verse number eight and the last. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Now, so the Bible is talking about a certain city. And it said in that city, there was a man, a judge, who did not fear God and did not regard man. And a widow came to him and said, I want you to avenge me of my enemy. Something is going on in my life, I need vengeance. And the Bible said that this judge was an unjust man. Now, the judge is the opposite of God. Many times people think that God is like a human being. So God is like these judges. And they think that God will not respond to us when we are in trouble and when we are in crisis. Now, if the man is a man who did not fear God, God is the opposite of this man. And God is the righteous judge. God is the righteous judge. God is righteous. And um, in his righteousness two things happen. Number one is that God in his righteousness blesses those who do good. Kind people. God bless them a clip of Cristiano Ronaldo when he was young with his father. And he said his father used to tell him that if you help people, God will also help you. And I showed them the picture and gave them the quote. But when you see Cristiano Ronaldo today, you may think God doesn't feature in his mind at all. And that he doesn't think about some of the things we talk about in the church. But, but you know, God takes care of his own. Look at what Jesus said in the book of Matthew. He talked about the fact that ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. We read all these scriptures, we don't believe them. Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. I was talking to a friend of mine who is a pastor today. I was talking to him and I said, you know, I'm just learning to believe God for the rest of my life. You see, the way God took care of you when you were a teenager is different from the way he takes care of you when you are in your 20s. When you are in your 30s, the way he will take care of you is different. When you are in your 40s, the way he takes care of you will be different. When you are in 50s, the way he will take care of you is different. When you enter 60s, like my life now, going into when I'll be about 70 or 75, the method God will use to take care of me will not be the way he used to take care of me when I was 40. 50. So I was talking to a friend of mine this morning. I said, ah, but also, if you take the kind of decisions you are taking now, how will you sustain yourself? And I said, Elijah was at the brook cherry. It was ravens that took care of him. At a certain point, the brook dried up and God said, arise and go to the widow of Zarephath." You must always watch the way God wants to take care of you. It will not be the same method throughout your life. God will change the method. God will change the means. So, that is why many people, when they go on retirement, they are broke. 
And that's because, you see, the way they used to get money was salary. They go to work and then they get a salary. Now, when they go on retirement, they start depending on pension. They don't believe God for another way that they'll be taken care of. And I told him, I said, my friend, I have reached a place by the grace of God where I want to depend on God, faith, seriously. God is righteous. He said, ask. And when you ask, the next thing is, it shall be given to you. Somebody say, ask. Come on, shout it, ask. And it shall be given. Did he say, ask, and you will wait? He didn't say, ask, and you will wait. He didn't say, ask, and you'll be denied. He said, ask, and you shall be what? Given. Why are you thinking about the other thing you are thinking? Oh, I may ask, but they won't give me. What kind of thinking? And many people approach God with that negativity in mind. I will ask, and I will not be given. That is why it takes us a long time to get healing from him because we are going to, we are, we are believing God for healing and we are going to ask for healing and common healing. Healing is something you shouldn't even ask. You should just take it because by his stripes you were healed. Can I hear somebody say an amen? And I pray over anybody who is sick under the sound of my voice. As soon as you lift up your hand and say, by his stripes, I was healed. Death and life are in the power of your tongue. And you will be healed. Come on, shout, I am healed. Now, how come when you go to the doctor, you believe you'll be healed? You'll be cured. Hmm? Let me ask you a question. Whenever you go to the hospital, are you expecting the doctor to tell you, go home? And come tomorrow, then we'll take care of your sickness. You are expecting that there and then. They'll diagnose the infirmity or maybe do life tests and then they'll treat you. When you go to the bank and you write a check, you are expecting money to come out. But when we approach God, our mind is different. So God, we, we, we the Christians, we make God look very wicked. Even when we are praying, you can see that our God is a stingy God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for bicycle. I pray for motorbike. I ask Lord, in the name of Jesus, moto. Look at the way you are praying for moto. And at the same time, by the time you are praying and shouting that you want a moto, you are saying the earth is the laws and the fullness thereof. Are you sure the earth is the laws? And God is not renting the earth. Maybe God rented the earth. The, the earth doesn't belong to him. But if the earth belongs to him and the silver and the gold belong to him, when you go to God, you must go there by faith. And he's a loving God. He loves you. The same way your parents love you and your bosses love you and your government love you. And when you ask, you are giving in the same manner. When you go to God and you say, Lord, I ask. He said, ask and you shall be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door shall be opened. Knock and it shall be open. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. I like that. Everyone. It didn't say people in Nigeria, when they ask, they receive. 
He didn't say people in London. When they ask, they receive. He said everyone. So even if you are in Bogatanga and you ask, you will receive. Ask and you will what? Receive. Today I was coming to church. I saw a helicopter flying. I said, so why is this helicopter? Why is it that it doesn't belong to me and it belongs to this hopeless person who is flying there? Where is he even going? <laughs> Somebody said, but did you know who is in it? Look, whoever is in it is not as important as those of us in this room. We have a better use of a helicopter than whoever is, is flying there. For everyone that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth, and to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. I ask in the name of Jesus that these three things will apply to you. Those of you that are asking this morning, receive. Those of you that are seeking, find. And those of you that are knocking, may the door be open to you. Somebody's finding a husband. Somebody's finding a wife. Somebody's finding a child. Somebody's finding a parent. Somebody is finding a relationship. Somebody's finding a blessing. Somebody who is asking is receiving. Come on, say, I ask and I receive. I seek and I find. I knock and the door is open in the name of Jesus come on shout an amen and praise God now listen uh, when you go to the lotto kiosk or lotteries the kiosk and you write the numbers down the numbers you may win or you won't win God is not like that Come to the place where you believe that God is not a lot of you. And that when you pray to him, what you ask him is exactly what he will give to you. Now, listen. It will be unrighteous for me to promise mommy this. And I'm holding this and that. And mommy come and ask me for bag. And I give her this. What you have right now, is that what you asked God for? When you wanted husband, is this the man you asked for? When you wanted wife, is this what you wanted? Now, for example, if you are told, write down the kind of wife you want. The one you have right now, is that what you wrote? Or husband? Or pastor? Or member? Or partner of a ministry is that what you really wanted I pray for somebody who is watching me online right now that what you are asking God for it is not only that he will give it to you but he will give you exactly what you are asking for in the name of Jesus so now Lord, watch this watch this everyone that asketh shall be given and anyone that seek it shall find and to him that knocketh it shall be opened unto him now verse number nine for what man of you for what man is there of you whom if his son ask bread will give him stone 
If you ask for bread and somebody gives you stone, the person is unrighteous. But if you ask for bread, the righteous God will give you bread. May you develop your faith to that extent. You won't ask for a car and God will give you a motorbike. You will not ask for an airplane and he will give you a helicopter. You will not ask him for 100 Ghana cities and he will give you 10. Develop your faith like that. That what you ask him for, that is exactly what he gives to you. You will not ask him for a wife and you will receive an insulter. Because a wife is not supposed to insult you. A wife is supposed to make you comfortable. You will not ask God for a husband and he will give you a beater. Because somebody who beats is a boxer. It's not a husband. May God give you what you ask for. May God give you what you ask for. And if you pray to God for members, may God give you members, not members. Because there are, there are pastors who pray for members and God and the devil gives them members. There was a pastor in Germany who had members. These members provoke the pastor. Until one day the pastor took the microphone and said, Mo. Namika said, Nyami hong 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 hong. Nyami hong 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 hong. And a demo amami said, Mumbe buami. Nami nimse bonsam. And a demo abaha said, Mumbe hame. Obian sorry kodi fiye. He drove all the people. He drove all the members away. Everybody should get up. Go, go to your house. Because he thought it was God who was gi giving them to him. But he didn't know that is the devil. Listen, some of the members you have, they didn't come from God. You, you may not believe it. But a man went and planted wheat. And in the night, Satan went and sowed tears. It's not every member who came from God. And every church member must be aware of this. There are some of the people in your church. It is not God who brought them. Satan brought them. And I can tell you example of members who Satan brought to church. Those who sleep when you are preaching. God didn't bring them. Anybody you see who is sleeping during preaching. God didn't bring him. The devil brought them. Those who went urinate during offering. God didn't bring them. The devil brought them. Those who, when everybody's clapping, they don't clap. The devil brought them. God didn't bring them. Those who don't shout during preaching, the devil brought them, not God. Not God. God, God didn't bring them. God didn't bring them. Gossips. God didn't bring them. How can you pray to God for members and God will give you gossip? It's not God. It's the devil. Members who don't attend prayer meeting, they were not brought by God. Those who say we are fasting and they are eating, God didn't bring them. Opana brought them. Who is Opana? The devil. Brother. I can it dangerous. Opompai said, Lord, mommy members, Lord, mommy members. Now, Odin Kofoy, grass with them. 
Some will come and fornicate with the men. Some will come and steal money. Some will come and borrow and not pay. Anybody who buys things from church members on credit, but you don't pay, the devil brought you, not God. The devil brought you to collapse the business of church members. Turn the fire your head. Am I teaching? Am I teaching? For what man is there of you? Whom if your son will ask him bread, will give him stone. When your children ask you, how many of you mothers are here? Your children are going to school and you are doing the lunch pack and you take stone, wood, bones. Alokoto. And you pack them and say, the child opens, say, Mommy, what is this? Say, lunch. Hmm. But look at you. How can you say this room? God gave it to me. And it's raining. And the roof, co, 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 co. Listen, leaking roof doesn't come from God. It came from either yourself or from your landlord or the devil. But it's not from God. <laughs> May you begin to receive from God. May you begin to receive from God. Somebody say, what is the thing that is from God? Every good gift and every perfect gift. And he said, and no good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. I pray in the name of Jesus. Oh, come on, come on. Lift up your hand and shout from today. Come on, shout it from today. I received every good gift and every perfect gift from God in the name of Jesus. Come on, clap your hands and praise him. Listen. May God give you good wife, good husband. Somebody say, Lord, how do I know if I have good husband, good wife? For those who are young, you may not know whether your husband or your wife is good or not. But if you have been married for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, ask your first set of questions. This woman or man I've married, if I had to take the decision again, will I marry the person? If your answer is yes, then God gave you good wife, good husband. But if your answer is no, then you know that this one, you got her yourself. And you got him yourself. And there are many people, the husband or the wife they got. God didn't give them all. They themselves saw. And something moved them. They went and took the person. I'm not saying divorce them all. Marriage is something which you have taken, you have taken. Mom knocking the yeah. When you grab it and finish, that is the one you have. Whether it's God who gave you, the devil who gave you, you yourself took. Her name is wife. Her name is husband. You went and grabbed. And sometimes the, tr- the trouble is that Pastor Mike, I've been a pastor for many years. Most of the time, when people are going for those wrong choices, when you speak, they don't listen to you. In fact, they even insult you in addition. It takes them only a few months or years. Then they are like, hey. And here I mean far, far. I'm praying for somebody and believing God today. 
any gift you receive from God, may it be a good gift. And if you ask God for bread, he will never give you a stone. Lift up your hand and pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you for bread. And I know you will give me bread, not a stone. You will give me bread, but you will not give me stone. You will give me bread, but you will not give me a stone. You give me bread, you will give me a stone. Look at me. Why will God give you a car you have to push? Are you doing exercise? Or driving? Lord, Magado Lord, give me car. Uh-uh. Then God has given you car. And you sit in your car. Instead of going, you say, can you help me to push? Did I pray with you for that car? Next time anybody calls you to come and push car, don't push. Tell them you received what you asked for. Keep it. Anybody clapping, nobody will push your car. <laughs> or your husband. You are there and your husband comes home. Honey, honey, praise the Lord. He has done it again. Honey, God has done it. God has done it. Then you come and say what? He said, the car. The car we've been praying for. God has given us the car. And you yourself know that your wife knows that this is not what you prayed for. Because what she's seen, this Alanta car. You know Alanta car? Car, Koba. <laughs> when the car is even standing, the tires are already like this. Or some of the cars too. The tires are bold again. You yourself know, I deal with Kwame here, Bompire, but it's like, and then the following Sunday, the man goes up. He, he got up and said, We are going to church. And you are like, Okay, let's go. And this guy sat in the car. He was moving from estate. I'm not talking about you. He was moving from estate. By the time he got to state transport, the car stopped. <laughs> and he said, Wife and children, get down, walk to the church. I'm coming. Is this car from God? You mean this one came from God? Anybody who just believed what I'm teaching, the next time you receive a gift, if you ask God for bread, He will not give you stone. And look at the verse number 10. He asks for fish, will give him a serpent. If you ask God for fish, he will not give you serpent. Some of you are, you ask God for fish. You are now holding serpent. Now, if you ask God for bread, bread is something that you eat and you enjoy and it's palatable and you digest it and it does not harm you. But if you eat stone, it will harm you. So if you ask God for something, and you received another thing that is hurting you, destroying your life, you can't chew it, you cannot digest it. It's a stone. And if you ask God for fish, which is supposed to be a harmless thing, enhances your health, but rather you are born to receive a serpent, and the thing is biting you, the thing is destroying you, sucking your blood, killing you, putting poison in your life, 
That serpent came from the devil. Didn't come from God. So we are praying that the righteous God will operate in your life. That when you ask him for bread, he will give you bread, but not a stone. And when you ask him for fish, he will give you fish, but not a serpent. So I pray, any stone in your life, we take away the stone. And any serpent in your life, we take away the serpent. I pray in the name of Jesus, may God take the stone out of your life, out of your house and throw it into the dustbin and may God kill the serpent and destroy the serpent in your life I pray in the name of Jesus God is righteous God is righteous Father I prayed for fish I didn't ask for a serpent that would let me cry I didn't ask for a serpent that would let me cry Say you were marrying husband. Now you're going to marry somebody who makes you cry every day. This is not a husband. This is a serpent. It's not a fish. You're going to marry a woman who flies in the night. A man who flies in the night. You've gone to marry a blood sucker. That's a serpent. I'm praying. Oh, who is this man? He's my driver. Are you sure? This guy is a driver. By the time you sit in the car, you realize you didn't employ a driver. You employed a organizer. He's driving a pothole. Pie! Jump out. They say, Master Sanu. <laughs> Another old pothole. Pie! Master Sanu. By the time he's through with you, you realize that this one is not a driver. This one is a organizer. They are shaking your bones to see whether you were properly made by God. Or if he asks fish, will give him a serpent. Verse number 11. Now he said, if you then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children. How much more shall your heavenly father, which is in heaven, good give, give good things unto them that ask him. Now, let me put it simple. Let me put it simple. God does not give you something less than what your earthly father or biological father would have given you. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.